This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go with a post Super Bowl Monday podcast. Al is probably getting to the plane right now, so in for me since he's two thousand miles away. Is well, Mike Flegelman. What's up, Mike? What's up, Jerry? How did you uh, watch the game Sunday? I went to my parents' house. I haven't been able to watch the Super Bowl with my dad in a few years, okay, uh, for various reasons. So my wife and I went over to my parents' house. My youngest sister just moved out. They're empty nesters for about a week and a half, so. We went there, food, game, and uh, nice. I, I crashed there so I could just drive straight here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you, when you go there, I mean, is the sound, like, I heard McMonagall talking this morning about how difficult it was to focus on the game in terms of hearing it because where they were, there were a lot of people quiet, just the four of you, so there was no problem listening? Yeah, like the whole Super Bowl party, invite, like I've done it, and it's yeah, I'm fun. Yeah, i that. But now I'm older, I like to hear I agree. the broadcast. You know, everybody's talking about Nance and Romo and everything going on. I like to hear it. So, yeah, it was just the four of us. So I mean, there was talking, but it was nothing that distracted you from hearing the game, which was the perfect environment for me. Fair enough. And I agree. I'm, to me, I'm, I'm going to be 50. I've had enough of the Super Bowl parties. That it's in my past now. Right. You didn't, I mean, you guys would have been at the game, but, I mean, I know people who are at, like, the sports books sure. in Vegas. And, all, and I like that environment for some games. Like, I've done it for NCAA Certain tournaments. Things, but that's not the that's Super chaotic. Bowl. Right. The NCAA tournament's nuts. There's so much crap going on. This is, like, one game you want to focus in. I'm also not into watching games at a sports bar because it's the same type of thing. There's too much crap happening. It's hard to listen. That was something where, like, I turned 25 and all of a sudden it was just like, oh, no. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. You're not fun anymore. I agree. 21, woo 25, not so much. Um, Before I get to the stuff I wrote down from the commercials, because I actually, as I was watching the game, I was taking notes of stuff. That's another thing. I like watching the commercials. I agree. You can't do it apart. So, all right, it's funny you say that. So, I will tell you. I'll give you a little exchange because I know you don't usually read. Uh, what do you call it, um, text from people, but I don't think there's anything wrong with this, and it's nothing Al didn't say on the air today. So, but, all right, I texted Al. I get, this was at 
So we're probably end first quarter, I would say, somewhere maybe early side. I don't know, whatever it was. Uh, I just wrote, are you doing all right um, through all the commercial breaks and a scoreless game? So at the point at the time. And he just wrote back, boring as hell. And then I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, figured I'm at least enjoying the commercials. Right. Well, that's why I was surprised when Al said he didn't know about the Greenlaw injury or the Kelsey and Andy Reid stuff. Yeah. Because if you're at the game, I have just season tickets. During the breaks, especially now they'll put up the time of how long you have for the TV timeout. Sure. What is there to do other than look at your phone and find out what's going on? And that's that's why I kind of figured he did know about that stuff because I know he was scrolling. Even he said it. He was scrolling constantly because he was bored. Um, but the fact that he didn't know about the Greenlaw injury until I told him or right before he came on was surprising to me. But whatever. So that does happen. Um, before I get to this commercial stuff, give me your take on the halftime show. I thought it was really good. I'm an Usher fan. So you fan. know his music. Yeah, like I was even, I was bummed that we didn't get DJ Got Us Fallen in Love. Um, got love in this club, so I guess they're a little similar. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, like I grew up I, Usher, middle school, high school. Like he was he was huge with people my age growing okay. up. Okay. Because, I mean, I watched it. I thought it was very well done. I didn't know anything until the very end. I mean, obviously, turned out. We you ha- know yeah, that, you have to know. Him. Yeah, Well, that's right. That's little John who's on. Yeah, you had to yeah. know. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know. Love in this club, confession. I'm surprised you didn't know. I didn't know any, any of, of that. I only knew the one you were talking about at the end, where I knew that's what he was going to end with. I kind of didn't knew know the song caught with up Alicia with it, what he Keys. opened with. No. Sounds. I mean, listen. No, my dad is about ten years older than you. He had no idea what was going on either. My Me mom. Neither. My mom only really knew because, like, when I was again that age and my sisters were that age, she was in the car with us more often. Pop radio would be on, so she yeah. was familiar with some of the songs. But no, I loved it. My wife loved it, and my dad was just not like he didn't. There were halftime shows that you actively dislike. He wasn't with that. No, he just, no, no. He had no idea what any of the songs were. You know, I didn't dislike it he either. He did I, say it was Usher's theatrical. A good dancer, and when he was on roller skates, that was cool. That was awesome. No, that was cool. I I agree. I it's probably the first time. It's probably the first time I actually felt old, because even like I know a lot of the older are. I do. I mean, it's not. Nothing crazy that I wouldn't know someone, even recent. I mean, uh, the Dua Lipa song, she always talks about her. I know her music. I do know Taylor, not that I, I'm a fan, but I do know Taylor Swift songs. When so he like when goes the weekend did the halftime show, you knew, knew more it. of that. Lady yeah, Gaga, you it. know, okay. Absolutely. And then this came on last night, and my wife was excited. She's like, oh, it's going to be great. And I'm like, oh, I'm watching. I'm like, this has got to be me. I'm like, no, this is, no one knows these songs. And I'm, I'm like, I can't wait to get in tomorrow morning and see what the, and everyone's like, what a great half, the greatest halftime show. I'm like, Huh, it's me. Like, it's really me. And, uh, I mean, Usher's known for being a great live performer. I haven't seen him live, but everybody who has says yeah. he's incredible. Great dancer, and he, I mean, all tell. of that was on display. Yeah, yeah no, you And that's tell. somebody who was coming up 25 years ago for him to still do it now yeah. and be able to move like that. Pretty impressive. Would you say, I know they're not, I can't say they're equal, because Michael Jackson is as much of a creep as he might have been off the stage. We know in terms of his entertaining, he's one of the best of all time. And, I mean, that's a very small list we're talking about. There's Elvis, there's Michael Jackson, there's the Beatles. You get my point. Usher's great. He's not Michael Jackson. But in terms of the performance, I thought it was so theatrical. I thought it was pretty damn good to when Michael Jackson did it years ago. Yeah. I, like, when you think about overall performing and every element mixed in, yeah. the singing, the dancing. Everything. He's one of the premier artists in mixing all of that in. Because, listen, not everybody can do that. Some guys will go up there. They're great shows, but, you know, Tom Petty wasn't moving around Boring. the stage when he did that oh, halftime absolutely. show. Bruce, and these are artists that I love. They're not doing that. You know, he's, you know, he moves around on that stage even more than Prince. Yeah, the only one who, and he's not at that level, but 
maybe like the comp now would be what Bruno Mars was when he did okay. the Super Bowl at MetLife 10 years ago. He popped up on another one, like a little bit like that. But yeah, I mean, Usher is uh, Usher's just one of the all-time great performers. Not Mike. I mean, that's, again, no, like he's you not said, Michael Jackson. Forget but everything that he did outside, just again on stage yes. in a league of his own. No doubt. All right, so let's get to some of the commercials because we didn't do that on the show because we couldn't because no one saw them. Um, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna, I wrote down, dee, 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 I wrote down five of them that I noted. Well, six, cause I thought the Boomer and Phil pregame one with the uh, caveman. And See, the I missed was, that one. I have to go back and watch it. Cause amazing. Boomer told me that they were doing it. I thought and it then I'm really sitting good. there during the game wondering, where is this? And it what was cool about that one to me is the buildup to get to where we're at because the caveman had reappeared in the last like three, four weeks. Right. So to have him on the stage and there was a line, since you didn't see it, um, there's a line at the end where he gets pissed off again because they're talking about the gecko, and they were giving him gecko shoes, and he goes to throw them, and he calls, of course, Phil Boomer. But it was, I don't know why it was different, because, you know, that's a tired joke right. now. For whatever reason, this was actually pretty funny. So, all right, you didn't see that one. So how about, did you see the M&M's runner-up commercial? I did, yeah, with Scarlett Johansson at the end. That was outstanding. Yeah, well, in the line, you know, uh, lost two Oscar races in the same year. Yes, which I didn't know. It took me a minute to realize who it was. But, like, when I saw Bruce Smith pop up there, like, that, I thought that was very creative. That was pretty good. The, the, I, listen, you love God, love God. I don't care. The washing of the feet, though, I'm watching it saying, what is this? Well, and it's so funny because we were all watching that. No idea what's going on, no. right? And, like, I'm, like, you, like, you went to a private school. I went to a private school. We're Catholic. Like, the, the images, it should have it didn't one pop thing for mind. And after they revealed what it was, my mom was like, you know, that's what it reminded me of, but I didn't want to sound stupid and kind of announce to the group, like, hey, this might be one of those Jesus commercials. Because we've seen those ads, like, they're on the banners of every sporting event you watch now. And, yeah, like, I guess it should have clicked at some point that that's what this is for. But, man, they, they've got some advertising dollars. Well, I, it's funny you just said that because my next question was going to be, what is their return on investment? Because I think if Boomer said it right during the show last week, Every 30-second commercial was $7 million yesterday. Right. I think they ran three of them. So that's $21 million that they spent looking for donations. You're telling me that brought in $22 million? So much of advertising, almost all of it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, me too. Like I'm with well, you. And at least they didn't have ads this year, but every year during the Super Bowl when you used to have an ad for Coke, it's like, well, do we need that? Who doesn't well, know about see, that? All right, but see, that I do understand because they have them. This is what I don't understand advertising. It's it's a weird fine line. You need to advertise to sell your product. Okay. But then there's a certain amount of money where the advertising is too much to where the return on investment is not going to be enough to make right. it and make sense. And you would sense. think $21 million yes. would kind of be around that number. But then and then you there get was the to, Scientology commercial. But then you get to companies like Coke or Budweiser where all it is is a reminder of, like, we got enough money, we're going to just shove it in your face, and it's a almost uh, an awareness that we haven't left, we're still here, and when you go to the liquor store, you're going to think about Bud Light and Peyton Manning. Like, I get that. This one, to me, $21 million, and all you're doing is looking for donations. Like, that's what it is. No, it's it, it it's bizarre. Like, I, I just, watching those, I mean, I, I didn't understand that, the Scientology, it just, I don't know, it, well, I guess it, the Scientology it, it, they one, for me. they have a lot of rich people. Do they not in this that whole yes, church? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're making money. My guess is they're trying to draw in as many more people as they can. But that one, well, they ran one, I believe. Just the one, yeah. It was one, right? And I believe it was one break after 
It was the right, yeah, it was third. Yeah, it was at the it end. It was right after either the second one or yes, the third one, yeah. Which I thought was funny. All right, so that, those are two. I thought, I'll leave the what I thought was the best commercial for last. How about the the Messi Marino Michelob Ultra commercial? Who I didn't that know that was Messi at Sudeikis first. in there. I don't know if he was playing. Who's Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah. that one I actually couldn't hear as much because we were having some snacks. So I don't know if he was Jason Sudeikis or if he was playing Ted Lasso. Because Messi was in the commercial, mm. uh, but I did, I, and I liked the when Marino's on the boat. It's called the uh, the Dan Marino. I thought it was I noticed cool. that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know about the Ted Lasso reference. Now you got me confused. I saw him, but I didn't hear him, so I don't know if he was himself or in character. Okay, fair enough. I did love though how the girl could go run and grab a keg to right. fill up his his glass again, which I was. I thought it was very well done. Uh, the other one, this would be my runner up that I thought was really good. Only from the standpoint of I couldn't believe how good Mr. T looked. The Skechers commercial with Tony Romo, where you got to keep the T out, and Mr. T goes nuts. I mean, you talk about a guy who's living off the A-team for the last 40 years. Well, to that point, I was thinking, what have we seen Mr. T in in the last 35? Nothing. nothing, right? Him being him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's That's it. it. But even then, I don't see him pop up. As no, he's like, popped up in commercials. That's I it. Okay, I just I don't remember seeing him much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. other than old A team stuff in the last twenty years. No, he's if you look up, I guarantee you, if you look up Mr. T commercials, he has done commercials often. Um, not every year, but there's been plenty of them of him. And I think he was sick for a while. Well, that would I'm make not sense. sure. I think he was. Um, I am hopeful because you haven't named your best yet. You haven't revealed my favorite yet. Okay. I'm wondering if they're going to be. If it's the not, then one. what am I missing? All right, so the, the Dunkin' Donuts one. The Jennifer oh, okay. Lopez, Ben Affleck. Uh, who else was in there? Tom Matt Brady, Damon, Matt Tom Damon. Brady. And Brady was great because the Ben MGM one was funny. Yeah, right. Both Brady ones were funny. The the Damon Affleck, Damon being so ticked off that Ben Affleck yes. had to be part of it. That was funny. But no, number one for me was the Schwarzenegger uh, State Farm. See, I didn't like that one. When he couldn't one. say neighbor, and then when they pull in Danny DeVito at the yeah, end, the twins, I, I, I love that one. I thought that was okay. And then okay. the backstabber. No, I'm a backstabber. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. And they were they were playing on twins and everything. All right, you know what? That should have been on the list. What else did I miss? Anything else that popped out for you? No, really nothing. I mean, I like, I enjoyed the trailers. Uh, I'm a big Marvel fan and Deadpool fan, so seeing that trailer was great. The Planet of the Apes movie, that did was I fun. Did I hear it right that Wicked is due out Thanksgiving? Yeah. So why are we spending $7 million on that now? It's a big blockbuster. I think they kind of, we've seen that before, movies that come out around the holidays. Yeah, but all right, so let's go back to your original point from just a couple of minutes ago. What bang for the buck do you get on a movie that you can't buy tickets for for another nine months to run that now? Whereas as we're approaching, I don't even think you'd have to run a trailer until Labor Day weekend. To have the big run up to when it's going to be released. In I would think the thought on that is if you're like if it's not people that always go to the theater and that wicked space, obviously the Broadway play, a musical. If those people aren't going to go see the trailer in a movie theater because they're not going to the movies in July or August, 
that's your best chance to get the TV. That's the biggest audience you're ever going to have on TV. So if you're trying to... Who's going to remember on... Like, I get your point. I totally understand. And if you're telling me that this game was the first week of October and you still had... Think about this. First week of, of October, you'd still have seven weeks before the movie comes out. Like, you think my parents are going to remember Wicked Thanksgiving nine months from now? Not, maybe not Thanksgiving, but, like, I know my mom, who uh, really liked the play, we, you know, we saw it okay. years ago. She saw the trailer, and, you know, she and my wife were talking about that they're excited to see the movie. All right. All now, right. like, all the stuff then. that keeps up on social media, that advertising, my wife, who's in her early 30s, she'll see that. True. My mom might miss that, and if the next advertisement is in, you know, a World Series game or an NBA Finals game, she's not she going to see that one, right? The Super Bowl is your best chance to get a lot of people. And even if they don't remember the Thanksgiving, like it's kind of in their mind like, oh, yeah, there is a Wicked movie coming out at some point soon. I suppose. I still don't get it, but that makes a little bit more sense. Um, so those are the commercials. What else? Anything else for me? Do you agree with, before we go, do you agree with what I said at the end about the Jets and how this season could have been special given what we saw from the AFC? Yeah, listen, I've taken so much hate for or you know, just people go nuts. You know, it's the Jets. I'm not saying they're better than the Chiefs. It'd be foolish to say any team right now is better than the Chiefs. But no one scares you. But I mean, the Chiefs do scare me, but that doesn't mean they're not beatable. Agreed. If the Bills made a couple better decisions, if the Ravens didn't come in with just a, a, a game plan that made Mike. no sense. I mean, how many every game the Niners played, you could argue that the team that played better lost the game. The Packers, the Lions, and then yesterday was probably the yeah. best the Niners looked, and they lost. Any team could be gettable, and I do think if you had a healthy Aaron Rodgers with that defense, again, I'm not saying they definitely would beat the Chiefs, but that's a team that you put them on the field 10 times, Jets probably win three of those, which is where any other AFC team is right now against the Chiefs. Except maybe the Bengals, if Burrow's healthy, all the rest of those teams, the Ravens, the Bills, they're really good. They're better than a lot of NFC teams. They're not so much farther away from the Jets as... People would make you think. No, I agree. And that's what I said. I wasn't really necessarily talking about the Chiefs as much as I was the Bills and the Ravens and anybody else that the Jets might have played in the postseason had they got there. To me, this could have been a year where they were set up for uh, a bit. And, you know, you think about the Chiefs as great as they are. The point I made, too, horrific second half offensively against the Ravens, horrific first half against the Niners. Uh, They weren't. They were beatable. They, that's they it. They were, were beatable. It's just scary because, one, it shows you, I mean, when you have the great quarterback like that, it can erase so many it mistakes does, I know. everywhere, it does. whether that's coaching, other players. And this Chiefs team might be the worst version of the Chiefs you're going to see from 2018 to what they do in the next yeah. few years. This team traded Tyree Kill and then won back-to-back Super point. Bowls. Exactly. We talk about the Giants, the Jets, all oh, their bad offensive lines, their drop passes. Chiefs led the league in drop passes. Both of their tackles Graded out horribly. Donovan Smith and Taylor, awful. They had good interior line play. They're awful. Well, that good played out too yesterday. Where right. Nick Bosa had for a while, and uh, what's his name from the Red uh, from the uh, Chase Young. Yeah, they I mean, looked like they were just going to run around Donovan Smith. They were getting after long. him. Taylor led the NFL in penalties. You have the great quarterback. You can make that go away. And the Chiefs, if I mean, if you're the other teams in the AFC, and, and that the Chiefs somehow yeah. add, they add another legitimate wide receiver. And look out again. this year. It's I mean they're uh, they feel inevitable right. at this point, but. Every you know, you just need that one game. A couple years ago, Bengals beat them on that one day. I'm not saying all these teams they're not likely to beat the Chiefs, but, but they can. They can. I, I totally agree. No, that's it. That's football season. 
It's depressing. Uh, it's, I love baseball, there's, there's, but it's depressing. Well, and also, we get excited for spring training for a day, and then it's just, Correct. especially working here. Like people think, oh, it's spring training. Like, yeah, there's nothing. Poor McMonagle has to do three to five hours in the overnight, and there is nothing to talk about. Guys are doing workouts. Nobody you've ever heard of well, is playing in the games. The one thing that does help this year, as opposed to recent years, has been the fact that the Knicks are going to have a little bit of a run. Oh, so. Huge. You do get that. The Rangers are really good. But even really then, it's good. because right now, half the team is injured. So we're just waiting for that. guys to come back. But you will have guys come back, and they will be a playoff team. And I do think they'll have a little bit of a run in them. And the Rangers, too. So if you if you go on that basis, it's not going to be like past years. Uh, but still, it's a February's tough month. Listen, I've already planned. I'm going to Aruba next week. Just I'm counting down the days until I get to... NFL free agency and the conference tournaments in college basketball. Well, enjoy it. Thank you for sitting in. And uh, what would have happened if you didn't have to fly back for Rutgers, and the flight was still at uh, ten thirty today? I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that. But that was something that when we were talking on Thursday or Friday morning, we're like, uh, I said to them, eh, "If you think you're going to get out of here and get there on time, that's going to be a little dicey. I'll be happy to." I said I'd do the last hour for them, but trust me, where they're going, I think they'll be okay. Uh, and they should be. Maybe the flight gets bumped a little bit, but they'll be back in time. So, so be well, I hope so because I'm going home and adjusting for the overnight. And after doing the overnight tonight, I do not want to stay and run the board for the morning show again. Because totally I've done that. Not I fun. Totally understand. Been there, done that myself. Not fun. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't do it. You usually do the see us. So get us out of here. And we'll um, see you tomorrow. I'm so bad at it, but uh, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> You're right. Not great. <laughs>